Greetings and welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery and my lovely wife, Elder JC. We are in the house on June the 2nd. Praise God. Amen. And you know, this June is the month of many birthdays. Yes. So welcome podcast and radio family. It started off on the first with our daughter's birthday and we are loving it. Um, and yours is on June the 7th. And my mom's was June the 12th and my sister's June the 15th. So we're June bugs. Mm. But welcome, we have an exciting show, and I want to just stress one important thing, and that we are serious about being on God's side. Amen. And I believe that we are trying to bring to you as much possible information and data, especially coming from the Word of God, our Bible. So, Really stay tuned and listen with an open heart and open minds because we're trying to help you out as well as ourselves. Amen. And I need lots of help. Praise (laughs) God. (laughs) Praise God. You said, humble thyself before the Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I just thank him uh, to allow us to be a witness to his glory, to his power. Oh, Oh, he's mighty. He is so awesome, the creator of all things. But you know what? Last week, we talked about innocence taken, and it's affected and influenced by the cancel culture on our communities. Because as you know, we had talked about the Buffalo shootings. Right. And since then, there was another shooting. Yes, unfortunately. Uvalde, Uvalde, Uvalde. Uvalde mm-hmm. Texas, where a young man went in and just, oh, God, help us, Father. But we gave Fritz Cherry's statement from Bible Reasons that our job as believers is to expose evil. All right now. It's not only exposing it, but living our lives as the almighty Jehovah has provided us through his operating manual called the Bible. Yes. The almighty gave us several conditions. The first condition that Jehovah gave is we are made in his image. Praise God. The word says, and all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee in Deuteronomy 28.10. And Isaiah 43.7 says, even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. All right. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. You know, when you talked about being made in God's image, sometimes we may want to do a true history lesson of where the original man and woman were. So we can talk a little bit about genetics, about uh, just the information as far as who started the race, because I think some of those things are important. I think our children need to know, our uh, others need to know of where our beginnings were. Right. Because remember, everything, when you look at the color black, black is the essence of all colors. Amen. And that's scientific. So no, there's no getting away from it. I can't get away from science. <laughs> who the almighty created. Yes, he did. 
Trigonometry. Uh, uh, yes. Come up with that stuff. <laughs> well, uh, there, I'm, I'm going to hold that for another time because there's a thing about the Euclid theorem which allows you to do geometry and other things but i'll I'll talk about that maybe a little bit later yeah you lost me a euclid theory <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting what they're finding now it may be not quite up to par we do not submit to the lord you know there's going to be consequences the almighty is reigning and he's given us what free will he wants us to commit to his ways Second Chronicles 12, 6 and 7 states, Whereupon the princes of Israel and the king humbled themselves, and they said the Lord is righteous. And when the Lord saw that they humbled themselves, the word of the Lord came to Shemaiah saying, he's basically telling the Lord, they have humbled themselves. <laughs> Therefore, I will not destroy them, but I will grant them some deliverance. Thank you, Lord. And my wrath shall not be poured out upon Jerusalem by the hand of Shishak. And you know, God does that a lot. He did that to Jonah in the well because he wanted the Nineveh to repent. Well, this particular situation was Rehoboam spoke against his brother, Jeroboam. And the kingdom split it. That's when you got David's Judah. Children. Yeah, Solomon. Solomon's children. children. Yes. Right. And so when they after he, yes. after he died, the kingdom was split. But they were reigning together until this incident. And then Jeroboam went his wicked way because he started uh, idolizing other gods and doing the things that all the things that God gave them in order to go into the land of Canaan, they were doing just the opposite. So this particular situation caused harm, but they decided and Shemaiah you know, that almost sounds like a black name. <laughs> um, Shemaiah was the prophet at the time and came to them and said, you know, went to the Lord and said, they have humbled themselves, Lord. So he decided not to pour out his wrath. So just know that God is waiting for us to repent, waiting for us to come to him, to humble ourselves in front of him because he wants you to know that he is supreme. Um, just a quick kind of sidebar, uh, one of the things, and I have to give a shout out to Doug Apple because he sent us, um, for a, a couple of songs that were the old gospel songs. Yeah. So today I got up and decided I wanted to look at some other gospel songs and it's just amazing that part of our heritage was that people went to church because they had nothing else to do. Mm. There weren't uh, the strict, uh, if you want to say strict religion people, they didn't dance. They didn't go out and drink. They didn't go to movies. And as Carlton Pearson said, all they had was church. So they danced in church. So one of hearing those old songs just brought back such memories of really what church is supposed to be all about. And it's not necessarily you're going to dance and you're going to fall out speaking in tongue and all of that. But the spirit of the Lord is so great in those places because it can happen anywhere. It can happen in Korea. It can happen in the Middle East. uh, It can happen in Africa. It can happen right here in the United States that if God's presence is there and we saw an example of it, at the Brownsville movement in Pensacola. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, where people were just 
they were passing the church, but the church, they, it was like a magnet. Yes. They were just drawn in. So just know that God is looking for that kind of praise. He's looking for us to humble ourselves and to know what we need to be doing with him. We should and I think, be praying that he pours out his, his spirit, spirit on and on all, all flesh, yes, it'll be it'll be amazing. <laughs> I said, David, David's grandchildren. Yeah, hey, how about that? <laughs> so it's David's grandkids, but David's <laughs> acting up. That's almost like Cain and Abel. You got yes. one going in the right direction, the other one going in the wrong. But there's always wrath, and that uh, the the deceiver stirs up because. You're made in his image. He's yes. mad. Yes. The, the deceiver is so mad and angry. And that's why James 4.10 kind of leads us into humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. We need to humble ourselves before the Almighty because just like I had mentioned Buffalo, yes. uh, just as we mentioned uh, the shooting at the elementary school and how pastors recently, we had threw out and uh, Ramon Alexander, uh, who uh, uh, a pastor who uh, was living an immoral life. Uh, one hand, he's uh, uh, a man of God, uh, a husband, a, a father, and in the but on the downside, he was a uh, uh, he's a homosexual and having the, uh, homosexual activity. Also, there's a pastor. I think it's called Victory Church up in Indiana. He introduced a young girl at 16 uh, into sex and and um, and for about 10 years. A relationship was going on, and she confronted him. He told the, the, his congregation publicly that, um, you know, hey, I, I, I was the I'm an adultery, but he didn't really tell everybody who the whole story. Mm-hmm. You know? But then the young lady and her husband came to church and stood up after he confessed and told everybody to low down. And I mean, there's past the Southern. Baptist I was just going to say, I was going to mention that. Yep. The Southern Baptists, they have a list of over, I'm not even sure how long that list is, but it went back for several 20 years. 20 years. Of pastors with sexual immorality uh, in the church, and they hiding it. We won't talk about the Catholics. We know the Catholics, they've been doing immorality things from day one. But what's so interesting in all of this is that man's nature is evil. Mm. But if you're standing with God, you're standing in the midst of knowing that you can overcome evil with good. And I think a lot of times, you know, it's not just a man thing either. It's women. You know, it's the men who are being thrown out there, but it's women as well. It's even uh, watching. A lot of times I can't watch movies or shows because I'm just amazed at how everyone jumps in the bed. Yeah, so At the breath, uh, you know, I blow on you and I'm in the bed. So what is it that we're projecting to God? And he's seeing all this. And remember, that's how he did the flood. They were marrying. They were giving themselves to debauchery. And then the flood came. But he's not coming to back this next time to do that. Oh, boy, when he comes back, boy, just just pray. Repent. 
ask for forgiveness yes. and sin no more so that you can be saved because he is coming back yes, because the world is going crazy in a handbasket and no one is saying anything. There's no outcry right. for these men. It's like as if the Christians are just sitting back saying, oh, my, 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 my. Even lately, you had a priest and or a Catholic cardinal in San Francisco that refused to give Nancy Pelosi, the lady in charge of Congress, uh, communion because of her views on abortion. So what did she do? She went to D.C. So the cardinal in D.C. gave her communion. And then the pope came by and made the, 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 the cardinal of San Francisco over the cardinal in San, I mean, uh, in San Diego. The cardinal from San Diego is now over the cardinal in San Francisco who refused uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, communion. Now he's on top of that because he's um, in the middle. Well, so but you, you know, it's anything. Say, you got to be in the middle. So they're still trying to to draw people in to the congregation. Say, yeah, come on in, come on in. Don't give up. Make sure you make sure you tithe. But but uh, don't get. Uh, oh, if you get abortion, um, just confess. Uh, come to communion. Just confess. No, come to confessional and confess, and and we'll give you three Hail Marys. But we all can confess our sins before the Lord. But the issue is doing it over and over and over again. That's why Second Chronicles six twenty seven says, "Then hear thou from heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and the." And thy people, Israel, I will forgive all those men and women who have fallen short of yes. them. Yes. I will forgive them. But they got they got to ask for, when thou hast taught them the good way wherein they shall walk, send rain upon the land. Because you want to be blessed. You want your land to be Which thou hast given unto thy people for an inheritance. Then hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place and forgive and render unto every man according unto all his way whose heart thou knowest for thou only know the heart of the children of men. So yeah, I, I will forgive. I forgive. We forgive. But the issue is we really, if we're doing it God's way, we're supposed to be stepping into holiness because God is holy. We're living in the world without partaking of the spirit because we want to be like the world. And when you look at the Christian community, is that the spirit of God? That's why the old songs, remember, they kind of came from slavery, still away because they were trying to contend with the conditions that they were under. They had no choice. They had to live it. But now we're offered everything. Our children, our grandchildren, they have access to everything. So they see the world and that's what they want. When the spirit of God reveals to us the true spiritual poverty in which the world exists, it becomes easier to overcome. But right now, everybody wants their five minutes of fame. They want to be an influencer. Yep. But what are you, 
how are you influencing and what are you influencing and whom are you influencing? Are they coming to God? No. So first John two fifteen through 17 says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, all them sins, and the lust of the eyes, and don't just say, well, I was only looking. Hey, that's lust. Mm. And the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world, hey, passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever forgive me lord yes (laughs) when we truly set our affection on god the lusts of the flesh are reduced as a problem Mm. and just like lot and just like job all their wives were complaining lot's wife turned into a stone because she just had to take one last look hey god said he gonna destroy it i'm moving on right i got it I'm not staying and looking at nothing. Exit stage right. (laughs) So stay tuned uh, for how we are going to see how Job handled this situation. That's one of Pastor's uh, excellent Bible stories. Saved my life. And the benefits that we should be hearkening to the word of God. Remember, you may become a Stone Builder sponsor for this program because we are trying to continue to get this word out. You can touch base with us at welivingstones.org. We'll be back. Let us not forget all God's benefits as stated in Psalm 103, verse 2. As believers, we must know God has our best interest at heart. He wants us and others to join him in the kingdom as his son Yeshua sacrificed himself for us. Be a part of this magnificent story and become a partner with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Montgomery, co-host of the Stone Builders Hour. As the laborers, they are spreading his good news. Contact them at welivingstones.org or call 580-634-5896. Once again, that website is welivingstones.org. And that phone number is 580-634-5896. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary Montgomery, my lovely wife, Elder JC. We That's are, me. We are in the house today. And we just, <laughs> we want to just share one of my uh, favorite stories in the Bible, and that's Job. Uh, I had some medical issues where I was paralyzed and uh, couldn't move because uh, I had a laminectomy. Praise God, I got it right for a change. And um, and so, but the story of Job uh, really helped me fight back where I'm moving. I may not be as strong as I used to be, but praise God, I'm moving. <laughs> Job 42.10, he says, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. You got to pray for your people. Yes. So when our legislators, our Christian leaders, our political leaders, our governmental leaders, our police, we should be praying 
praying for them. Yes. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Y'all know the story of Job. You know how um, how the the Satan was uh, uh, came with the sons of God, and God, hey, have you tried my son Job? Have you tried my son Gary? Have you tried my daughter JC? Yes. Have you tried my my son Harry? And no, no, you got to protect, man. Go ahead, do what you need to do. Because they're going to still believe. And so Satan did what he did. He killed his family. Took out. He lost his wealth. And then uh, this, the Satan came back again. And um, hey, 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 I told you you couldn't mess with my boy. And uh, then, uh, yeah, that's because you got covering. Well, you can do, do what you need to do, but you can't kill him. And that's when he came back with his. He came back even. Hey, when your health is gone. When you lose your health, golly, that's why that virus that came through, that COVID that came oh, through. Oh, man. Oh, God. But then he gave him twice as much. I just wanted to give us a good background. Then came there unto him all his brethren, and all his sisters, and all they that had been of his acquaintance before, and did eat bread with him in his house. Mm. And they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought upon him. They, they thought it was evil, but you know what? It turned out to be a blessing. Mm. Every man also gave him a piece of money and every one an earring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. Yeah, thank God. you, Lord. And so he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camel, and 1,000 yokes of oxen. And th- you know, that's a lot of cattle. Yes, it is. That's a major ranch. We see, we see 10, 20 sitting around here, and we're wondering, boy, they, and they're huge. Ooh. And we're wondering, all that slopping around they're doing, it, that's a lot. And plus, he had to have a lot of land. Yes, so he did. All those animals yes. could be fed. You know, and then a lot of people are going to help him out there, too. But not only was he blessed again, and even greater than the second time around, but Job experienced through believing God over his wife, his friends, and his family. Sometimes you got to separate yourself. Yes. And he did no wrong and stood firmly on the Almighty's word. Sometimes you just got to take a stand on his word. Yeah, because he said, what did he say? He said, I didn't do anything wrong. Mm. He says, God knows I didn't do anything wrong. Right. And he was tempted by his wife. Mm. His friends, mm. everybody looked at him and said, oh, Job, you know you did something wrong. And he stood his ground. Yeah. But the one thing he did, because those are the conditions we're talking about that God gives you, he prayed. Yes. Strong concordance describes prayed in the, that text as pala, to pray, to entreat, to intercede, to make supplication. That's why we keep telling you, you got to pray. You got to get on your knees, on your face, and let God know he's waiting with his angels to do whatever you need. This verse shows Job spoke on behalf of his friends to God. He spoke on behalf of his wife to God. Palau speaks of prayer as intercession, asking someone with more power and wisdom to intervene in behalf of the one praying. I'm going to have to find me another intercessory group because I love that. We would go in the church when we were at New Dimensions in Pensacola at different times, sometimes in the middle of the night. And just, yes, and just intercede on people's behalf because you don't know what people are going through. And that intercession is going to help them through their own situation. Plus, bless you because you're blessing someone else. First Samuel one twelve, Hannah prayed for a son, 
because she was barren. She got it. Jonah prayed from within the whale's belly, belly, Jonah 2, 1 through 9, and God heard him, and the whale came and spit him out. Mm. Palah is also found in 2 Chronicles 7, 17. If my people, and it should be 14, that's the end part, if my people will humble themselves and pray, God says, I will hear from heaven. And he did say he would heal their land. That's the next thing. Other intercessory examples, you can be found in Genesis 27. Get your Bibles, write them down, or click back and get these uh, verses. Genesis 27, Numbers 11, 2, and 1 Samuel 12, 23. Part of God's kingdom dynamics is the text in Job is also his restoration because he was restored twice Mm. as much as he had before and it was done by the holy spirit and we could have the same benefit as job don't you want the same benefit amen i know i do yes selfish you know another example was seen in psalms 103 3 Uh, you know what i gotta say i gotta do this here Bless the Lord, <laughs> oh my soul, and all that is within and me, and all that is within me. Bless, Bless His holy name. Oh, that's okay. go. But Psalms 103.3 is, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is with me. Bless his holy, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not not all his benefits. benefits. Thank you. Who forgiveth all thy inequity. Who heal all thy diseases. Mm. Psalms 103.3. I couldn't help that. I was kind of (laughs) off tune this morning. I needed a cup of coffee. (laughs) To receive this benefit, the Almighty must forgive us. Salach in the strong concordance for is to forgive, pardon, spare someone to relieve someone of the burden of their offense. We got so many people. Yeah, got yes, offense. they do. Lord, keep me from offending anyone. I might be offending some folks here today. Uh, so that's why the word occurs 50 times in the Old Testament. It is God's forgiving us not representing man's forgiveness. Mm, and you're going to tell them why. When Yeshua stayed in Luke 5.20, the listeners were shocked to hear Yeshua say, your sins are forgiven. What? Who, how are you forgiven? How, who are you to forgive? In 5.21, they asked Yeshua, who can forgive sin but God alone? So God forgiving man is his prerogative. He can do what he want to do. Yes, he does. In Jeremiah 33.8 decrees... God's eagerness is eager to forgive his people. He's just waiting on you. But they're not humbling themselves. Yes. They're not repenting. You're they're right. They're confessing his sins. Yep. Oh, so, God. Pastor, these are some other conditions and benefits of God, and that's saving and healing of man, of us, of me, of you. Yahweh in the Old Testament is the healer. It includes our physical wholeness. It reinforces the Hebrew word takshalu, 
which means diseases, and is from the same root, shalah, as the word for disease. Mm. In Exodus 15.26, and it states, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and wilt do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Is that why we got COVID? Because we didn't do right in his sight. Mm. We didn't give ear to his commandments. We didn't keep his statutes. The word heal is the same in both this text that pastor read in Psalm 103.3 as this verse. Word for heal. And we love that word Rapha. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals, dictates the idea of our mending or our curing. Follow up in verses, take these down, Deuteronomy 19.15 and 2 Corinthians 13.1 bears witness, God forgives and heals our diseases. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, he does. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a witness to that. Yes. I am truly a witness to that. So that's why Psalms, let's go back and read Psalms 103 to 1 through 5. And that'll give you a good indication because I don't want to go back and say, bless the Lord, <laughs> oh my soul. Yes, you did. <laughs> and all that is within me, bless his holy, holy Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I have a prayer I would like to say real quick. I'm not sure we have enough time for a prayer. God, uh, God, I'm just going to do it. God, (laughs) forgive me, Doug. We pray that you will grant our leaders with the spirit of Solomon so that they may have sound wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Lead them with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Counsel our pastor, leaders in church, so that they may do your work and lead your people righteously. Holy. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we need these men to stand up to be not only uh, share the good news, but also be a protector of his flock. Yes. Because we're all made in his image. I say that in the name of Yeshua. Praise God. Amen. 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 Tune in. And I think we need to talk more about being in God's presence because we need to be. We're seeing diverse conditions happening all over. We're out. Praise God. God bless you all.